Good evening, gorgeous people. I'm Aaron Ryan and welcome to the Big Brother After Show eviction interview. Tonight, it was the end of the road for JC. In an interesting twist, JC asked his fellow housemates to cast their vote on him, essentially asking to be evicted. We'll chat to him about that, but also another talent this man has. JC, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me, Aaron. I appreciate it. Well, it was clear in the eviction ceremony that you were asking fellow housemates to vote for you so that um, you could save Alicia and Johnson. Wow. It was... Okay. It, it would seem obvious that you, that you were thinking that both of these people are, are deserving to stay in the competition. But I guess my question is, why do you think they are more deserving than you? Well, it came down to my why and my reason, right? So I really wanted Australia to see JC for the human personality, more than just a talking head online, more than just the artist. I wanted Australia to get to know who I really was. and I walked in with Johnson and Alicia by my side and we had this strong bond and this strong alliance. And I found out doing, by doing 50 days in the house, I got what I needed. I became a better version of me from doing the show and I played a phenomenal game. I, I think I had one of the best social games and I had my challenge wins. I did the head of house and I felt complete. I felt content. And when it came down to me, Johnson and Alicia in the chair, I knew that Johnson was passionate about the game. He's been watching the game since a little boy. Same way I feel about making music is how he felt about Big Brother. Mm. And I respected Alicia so much for the way she had played the game. It wasn't so much as vote me out. It was just more me saying, I have come to grips with whatever the outcome is. I'm no longer, uh, you know, fighting to be here. Because mm. I, I honestly, when I hit that top 10, I was like, I'm... I'm not playing to win $250,000, you know, I'm not playing to be, I would have loved to get to the top three and then Australia can decide, but I was never playing to just, I need that money. I'm trying to make money right now. I'm I, like, and I came to grips with that on day 50, you know, by that point in the point in the game, it's like the, the way you think about the world changes. Well, that's, it's, it's really interesting. I've been loving doing these podcasts because obviously what you see on, on air, I mean, it was still beautiful what you see on air because you were obviously um, allowing Johnson and Alicia to go forward, but all that extra information that you've given is is, is actually really interesting. Um, look, in the previous episode, I mean, everyone's going to ask you about this. There was that deadlock vote with Taras and Drew. Um, I would have thought emotionally you made the right decision, like, like, almost the, the right moral decision, but perhaps maybe the wrong strategic decision um, because that led to a uh, justice for Drew campaign. Do, do you stand by your decision uh, your decision to vote Drew off instead of Taras? 100%. The thing is, it's, all, it's really easy watching the show when it's been cut and screwed to then be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, or maybe this and that. But at the, mo at the time, it was, it was a no-brainer. I had my best mate and then I had someone who was coming for me in the chair you know yeah. so not only was I uh eradicating a potential threat to my game but I was also making my morale in the house uh on a more better experience for myself because I loved Taras and he was just such a vibe um there was you know there was other moments where I looking back in hindsight, oh, I could have done this differently, could have done this differently. But 
justice for Drew. And I think that's a great, I, you know, I'm, I don't hate the hashtag. I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, about Tarras, um, for a while he was uh, flying under the radar, but um, he seemed to be a strong newbie. Do you think he, he might be playing both sides or do you think he's still a, a strong newbie? No, I think, I think Tarras has played the best new format game. I think he's played an unbelievable new format game. He, um, I think every one of his moves has been quite intentional. Um, and that's just his personality. You know, he's very quirky. He's, he's very unassuming. You know, he's, when he entered the house, he had, he looked like a bit of a geek. No one thought he was going to win challenge. No one really thought much. Um, he was just so validating and he was just such a nice guy. And then it wasn't until, you know, the pointy end of the game where people were like, wait a minute, this Taras guy actually is a beast. You know, you take, he takes his shirt off and he's got muscles and he can, he's got mental fortitude and he's strong and all this stuff. And by that point, it was, it's, you know, I feel like the new format game he's played is, has been brilliant. Absolutely. Look, um, there was a lot of talk about Taras, as I said, being under the radar, but do you think you were also a little bit under the radar? I mean, I know you were part of the J crew, but from what aired, you, you never seem yeah. to, be, to to voice it all that much. When I when I think of those strong voiced, you know, I'm a newbie, I'm coming after you, you know, there's those strong people like Johnson and Leisha. Were you a new, newbie, but, but playing it cool? Or were you a strong advocate in the house that That's you- me that you're a newbie this, and, and wanted to vote out all the OGs. It was hard to tell. Yeah, this is the part where I've had to really disconnect from the show and the experience. I think from day dot, it was pretty clear um, where I was, what I was playing. And I don't think I was under the radar. I think from, from the second chance challenge with Lara and Lulu, people knew from that point on that I was a serious player. And it was talk, I was the comeback king. You know, that's my, mm -hmm. that was my nickname in the house. And I played an unbelievable social game. People knew that there wasn't many combinations that could get me out. Um, I feel like my dialogue probably was just underrepresented on the show. And for whatever reason, it's just not the storylines they chose, but I don't think I was under the radar um, at all. With, with some of those um, scenes that they did show in terms of drama, I mean, I think of Tim, Drew, Tully, Sam, and, and a few others. Never JC. Um, did you just escape drama or were you involved in drama, but it just didn't air all that much? Um, you know, I wasn't really, I'm not really dramatic like that, um, mm. where stuff gets to me and I, I feel away and I raise my voice. Me and Drew had a few moments you know, where it's a little heated. Uh, there's a few moments with me and Tim, you know, in the early episodes where he called me a liar and we kind of had that moment in the eviction room. Uh, but no, nah, there wasn't a whole heap of drama on my side, but there wasn't definitely me avoiding situations. It just never came to me like that. Cause I, I, I played a game that I know I was friends with the OGs and I was friends with the newbies. There wasn't much reason for people to be like you lied to me because i never really did tell a lie you know what can you tell me about some of the things that that didn't air because i mean many of the evicted housemates that i spoke to um said they formed really close relationships with other people but you just never saw on air yes. is, is there anything you can tell me about your ex your experience that that did not make it to air 
yeah like so much so much um you know I, I think just my dialogue in general you know my interviews my gameplay you didn't really it's, it seems like I'm not really playing any game when you watch it but there's a lot of gameplay on my behalf um a lot of relationships I I built you know I was close with Dave I was close with Tali I was really close with Estelle uh you, you wouldn't even know that no I didn't and know. <laughs> you probably don't even know that I was really close with Alicia and Johnson until this episode uh you know we shook hands on the first night me Johnson and Alicia saying we're the first three and we're the last three but no one knew that yeah there, there were some big players in the competition and I'm not suggesting that you weren't a big player, but I mean, obviously we've got like Tim in there um, from before Reggie. Alicia's been, you know, had a lot of airtime and it's sort of a huge threat in the house. Johnson, you know, when, when you talk about him, Big Brother was basically his life. This was his dream. I mean, how hard is it to compete against these kind of players? You know, when you're in the house, it's not like that at all. You know, like... <laughs> Like you're just like I'm. I'm with these people right now. We're playing a game together. Uh, like yeah, Tim. You could see that Tim was very experienced. He knew how to twist and turn, and he, you know he's done this. This is his third time round, and he's done the new format before. So I I recognize Tim's experience in in the showbiz world. Um, but you know Johnson, Alicia, and all that. To me, it was like we'll 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 just hunt like friends and we're just doing it together. And uh, yeah, I think, I think there's just a lot of stuff we don't see in terms of strategy and gameplay and conversations. But I always knew that Johnson was gonna, you know, really do really well because he, he studied the game. He knew mm -hmm. the ins and outs of it all. And you can really see that he's a, he's a massive fan. I want to ask you about uh, someone that, uh, no one's really talking about, but it keeps plodding along and it's getting right up there into the, to the final six and final, you know, getting really close there. And that's Brenton. Um, you know, we talked about players going under the radar, but I mean, look at this guy. Traditionally, intruders almost never make it to the end. Um, whilst big players like yourself, Drew, Tully, Joel, Trevor have all gone home, he's just sitting there quietly in the background. What are your thoughts on his game plan? Uh, Brenton? Ah. Uh... He came in and he established himself as a newbie, which was very smart for him because Jules came in and she kind of floated and she found Estelle and that was about it. But Brendan came and he said, I'm with the newbies. So we kind of protected him and worked alongside him. And him and Johnson made this really great relationship and he even made a great relationship with Alicia. And that kind of kept him there because... and. And the strategy behind the intruder, we all know an intruder will never win. Put it that way. That, that at least was the theory behind it. We know that when it comes to push and shove, the Australia public isn't going to vote an intruder to win. So we're kind of like, Brenton's someone you want to sit next to. Mm. So in that regard, we kind of, he never was seen as a massive target. He was like, you know, if I could pick Brenton in the final three with me, it's a 50-50 it's chance now. That's, I actually never thought about it like that. That's in, very interesting. I suppose it would be better to be in the final three and, and have, you know, uh, I suppose Brenton next to you rather than Reggie, you know, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, a quick game. I've done this with all the other housemates, um, uh, JC. Who's the most genuine? I think Johnston. Okay. Says it how it is, yeah. And and the backflip of that, the most non-genuine, I guess, appears nice, but they, they could be lying to your face. From my story, Gabby. Okay. Um, the most you would like to connect with on the outside of the house, you know, who you'd like to have over for a barbecue? One person? Oh. Uh, I mean, there's no rules here. Um, yeah, whoever you okay. like, but yeah. Ras, Alicia Johnson, they're my three, I would say. Oh, awesome. And who's the newbie housemate that you think could go the furthest? I think Johnson's going to take it to the end. Yeah. yeah. It's getting harder now with, with these names like, you know, Taras and Alicia and Johnson. I mean, who's who's going to slightly go? Yeah, and I then, and... yeah, I think Johnson's got both sides down. He's got the great relationships with the OGs and the great relationships with the newbies. And he's just done it. He hasn't won any challenges, but he's just really, people want him there. Yeah. They respect him. And this might be a different answer or the same answer. Who would you like to win, Big Brother? I, I'm i happy with any newbie, I think. I'd love to see someone new take it home. And um, I feel like, yeah, it's 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 good to have some fresh someone fresh win. Yeah. All right, I want to move on to onto what some might think is a, a hidden talent because although there there was mentions in Big Brother, I, I did not know you were quite the like the professional in music. You're currently yeah, right. on a on a music tour. When, when did that yeah. passion start for you? Oh, I've been doing music for for five years, like putting myself out there. But I've always been a music a music man. Like during school, I got my first guitar when I was twelve. And it's always been a passion of mine. And that's always been the bigger picture is uh, tours and writing hits. Mm. And uh, that's what I that's what I love to do. And that's, I just recently released a new album called Calm Before the Storm. And it's essentially about where I'm at now in my life, this calm moment before the storm. And the storm is essentially the best version of myself. And it's 11 tracks describing my life. And they all got different meanings, very motivational songs. And it was kind of inspired by my experience on Big Brother. And um, I'm doing a tour to, for that album at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you did mention Calm Before the Storm. It yeah, dropped on June the 10th, so very recently. Um, you yeah. did mention a few of these words, but um, part of this project, um, you said that Calm Before the Storm is the story of my life in 11 songs, as you mentioned. It's a musical journey going deep into the mindset of the life events that have led me to this very moment, um, the, the cusp of a storm that I always felt was coming. This tape is a story of determination, perseverance and hustle, doing whatever it takes to, to live your dreams and, and reach your full potential. The storm is stardom and I'm ready. Welcome to Calm Before the Storm. Look, that's really powerful. Can you tell me about some of the life events that led you to this place? I mean, inside outside of Big Brother, you know, there was a period in, uh, probably like six months before I went on the show, my mom was really sick. Um, parents recently went through a divorce. My mom had this massive operation on her hip. She couldn't walk. And I was at the caretaker for her for about over a year, you know, and there wasn't any money coming in. I had to support the mortgage bills and I had to push mom around in a wheelchair. 
And that really made me a man. Um, I wasn't no longer a boy anymore. And there was a lot of drama between my family situation that just made, I had to just step up. And then to put the icing on the cake, I made my girlfriend at the time we broke up I went through the heartbreak then I had this passion for music and it just felt like nothing was working I put out song after song after song after song and I uploaded so many videos online and it just wasn't going the way I wanted it and the big brother opportunity came and I I took that by the horns and that was so much more than I ever thought it was going to be and then when I came out I was just like whoa that was intense like and I had this calm moment after that where everything kind of had settled. And then I was like, you know what? Sometimes <clears throat> the dots don't connect until you look back on them. And that's what that was. And then I, and I look back on everything that made me who I am now. And now I'm ready for the actual storm, which is the one that I have conjured up. It's not the one that was kind of chucked on me. It's the one that I have control over now. And that is uh, what this is about. I'm sure each song represents a, you know, a different part of your life or journey, but is, is there any one song that stands out for you? Because I'm really uh, into Missing Peace at the moment. I love that song. Yeah, that's a good one. So that's about uh, my current girlfriend. You know, in the house, I had a lot of time to reflect. And I would just think about things, you know, my parents, my love life, my friends. And that song was inspired by finding the missing piece to your puzzle whether it's a relationship or even a business relationship or whatever, but we all have that person or that, yeah, we all have that person that just, you know, it just feels right. And that's what that song's about. But Rise Up's a good one. That's about, you know, being on TV and overcoming naysayers. That's the opening track. But yeah, there's a, you know, there's a lot of stuff there. There's 11 tracks. Yeah. Well, you, you've just been to Melbourne. Um, you have Brisbane coming up on July the 3rd, Sydney, July the 9th, and a couple of dates in uh, in Hobart, July 16th and 17th. Where, where can people go to find out more details on that? Yeah. So if you go to jc.com.au forward slash shows, all the details there. I'm sure if you Google JC, J-A-Y-C-E-E, -E, something will come up. Um, if you listen on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, JC on there as well. Awesome. Look, I noticed there was a small gap there um, between July the 9th and July 16th. Have you got uh, something planned for July the 12th, maybe? Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, am I allowed to say? Yeah, yeah. It, it has it has been released now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The final, of course. We, yeah. And you'll be there, listen? I Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I should be. I'm just going to start booking all my stuff to, uh, today, actually. Uh, which is awesome. which is awesome. Yeah, July twelfth for the for the finale. Um, yeah, that's gone out because they've put out uh, ticket sales and stuff. Um, okay. Look, if you ever make it over to Perth for your tour, I'll certainly pop in. Um, amazing talent. Perth. Hmm? You're in Perth. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's my hometown. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's... Well, if you pop into your home hometown, and um, I'll, I'll certainly pop in for a uh, for a concert for sure. Look, amazing talent. And with Big Brother, you were deep into the top 10. Um, so a remarkable effort. Um, JC, thank you for joining me tonight. Thanks, Aaron. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks. Uh, that was JC, 13th evicted from Big Brother 2022. That's it for tonight. Thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Ryan. I'll be back with the 14th eviction very soon. Good night.